Be sure to follow our show on Spotify and other podcast streaming services, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel to check out unique video elements for each interview. Live from the slightly twisted deck bar, it's the Fuji Podcast with Justin Lamine. The Fuji Podcast is proudly sponsored by Cimarron Golf Club, located in Jacksonville, Florida, off County Road 210, just west of St. John's Parkway. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Pooji Podcast. It's a special episode for me. It has officially been one month since the podcast launched, uh, only a month ago, April 4th. So it's been a very quick month, and here we are on Monday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you for all of you uh, Star Wars fans out there. I'm not one of them, but I know there's plenty of them out there. So uh, thank you for supporting me in, in all of this that I do. And I just want to take you through real quick some of the things that we've done so far in this first month. 11 episodes, and man, has it been fun. All right, I want to welcome uh, my buddy Kyle Verbin. Welcome, longtime uh, Jacksonville Jaguar, former NFL kicker, um, avid golfer, current golfer, uh, Josh Scobie, uh, onto the show. Thanks for being here, Josh. want to welcome on Chris Kirshner, uh, the beat reporter for the Atlanta Hawks for the Athletic, some Miami Dolphins football, um, also touch base a little bit about reality TV. Um, but anyway, Zach Munoz, welcome to the show, man. I'm going to tell you a little bit about um, his experience on NFL Network with Good Morning Football. So Matt Hamilton, thanks for being here, man. I'm going to tell you a little bit today about health and wellness. Works as an athletic trainer, so thank you for being here, Isabella Collins. Seven years covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, these last two with The Athletic. He is the beat reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for The Athletic. So very excited to have Greg Allman uh, join us today. A former Jacksonville Jaguar defensive lineman. Spent some time within MMA and now currently works as a Jacks sports radio personality with ESPN 690 AM. Uh, so I want to welcome Austin Lane to the show. Thanks for being here, Austin. Four close friends of mine and Jaguar fans who love nothing but Jaguar football talk. We have Sam Leggett, Jacob Yurtical, Luke Mucci, and Kyle Verbin here. I do want to welcome on the owner of the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, Ken Babby, to the program. Thanks for being here, Ken. So there you have it, the first intros to the first 11 episodes that we've done here so far. It's been a lot of fun, and I hope you all have enjoyed it just as much as I have. And feel free to let me know which some of your favorite guests have been, some of your favorite episodes. Maybe leave it in the comments, shoot me a message, let me know maybe someone that you'd like for me to have back on, uh, maybe some questions that you'd like for me to have with some of these people that I've already spoken to. But something I get pretty often from a lot of the guests that come on my show are uh, questions about myself, uh, I guess learning more about me and, and what I'm all about. And I did want to take this time today with it being our one month launch anniversary uh, to answer some of those questions that I've gotten from guests and friends and family and uh, just kind of take you through a little bit about who I am and what I'm all about. So let's get our first question here. Where did your passion for the Jaguars come from and how do you continue to stick with the team through thick and thin? Wow. <laughs> I feel like this is a question that a lot of us Jaguar fans uh, have gotten uh, recently, especially this past decade has been very rough for us. Only uh, one playoff appearance in the last 10 years, two in the last, I guess, what is it, 14, 2007 and 2017. And, uh, you know, it is difficult. Um, obviously, when you're a fan of a team, anytime they aren't as successful as you would hope, and you see friends and family that maybe are uh, enjoying some some nice moments with their teams, it's obviously very difficult to uh, stand by your team. But I think that's what the special thing is about sports is uh, being able to, uh, I guess, identify with a team, and that is your team through thick and thin. Uh, I think it's a commitment um, to that team. Uh, you stand by their side, and you just kind of 
fight through all of those difficult times and make those sweet times even sweeter. So I guess if I had to answer that question, it would be knowing that the grass is hopefully greener on the other side and that the success that the team will have here in the future uh, will be uh, well worth it through all these painful times that we face. So uh, Duval till I die. That's what I've always said. And, and I know a lot of people here in Jacksonville say that too. So uh, thanks for that question. Let's get to the next one. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen on the golf course? Um, this is actually a really good question. I do get to play quite a bit of golf um, and, and spend some time on the golf course. So I uh, do enjoy hitting the links every now and then. And uh, I, I don't know what the craziest thing I've ever seen is. Uh, it's nothing crazy like crocodiles or uh, crazy animals that you've seen on YouTube videos or on Instagram, things like that. But uh, I think one of the craziest things I've seen recently, I was out playing golf with a buddy of mine, uh, James, and, and some of his friends. And uh, I we were in the same group. Some guy hit a hole in one, his friend, Nick, uh, hit a hole in one. And I had never seen a hole in one happen in real life. Um, from an average weekend golfer, um, definitely, you know, professionals hit hole in ones and, and that's expected, but, um, never had seen it in real life. And I guess if I had to go away from that, the actual sport of golf, the craziest thing I've seen is a few weeks ago, or actually a few months ago, um, out on a golf course here in Jacksonville, Florida. And, uh, saw a group of people on the first hole drive their golf cart into the lake. Um, they tried to grab it and get it out before it went all the way down, but that thing just sunk all the way down to the lake. You could only see the top of it, and then it was gone. So, uh, I mean, that thing, I guess, could still be there, uh, but who knows? It, it was gone as far as I was concerned. So thanks for that question. Good stuff there. So we do have our next question here, but I do also want to take a second just to let everyone know that is watching this, uh, maybe listening to this on Spotify, that we are now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as be sure to follow us on Instagram. And if you want to follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter as well. Um, so feel free to do that and give us a like, subscribe. You'll be able to see the first uh, videos when they're posted. So uh, be sure to do that. So our next question, rank the playoffs for the four major sports and why? All right, so this is tough. We got the NBA, the NHL, and the NFL plus the MLB. So um, I'm not a big basketball fan, as a lot of people would know that um, – Kind of have grown up with me that know me pretty well but I will say I do like the NBA playoffs because it is a higher level uh, of talent I think I like seeing the superstars go at it um, baseball it's a little bit of a slower sport of course a lot of people know that but I do think similar to basketball when you get into the um, you know uh, hump for October um, into the playoffs uh, it is enjoyable to watch what the uh, teams can do what the pitchers can do the pitching duels uh, sometimes you know obviously you get those high scoring games are fun so uh, the NHL, I think, is interesting because not a lot of people here in Florida enjoy hockey. Um, I'm different. I do enjoy hockey a lot. I think it's an extremely action-packed sport. Um, I like to say it's it's what every sport wants to be, but it's a combination into one. I mean, you have the physicality, but then you also have the speed uh, into that sport. And it's unique, obviously, on skates, on ice. It's just not something you see normally uh, from a major sport. So I enjoy the NHL. As far as the playoffs go, I think there's a lot of parity in the NHL playoffs. I think the series aspect of it um, can actually allow for some of these uh, wildcard teams, maybe non-divisional winners, to actually make runs. So uh, I do like the NHL playoffs. And then the NFL, I think football um, is my favorite sport. So I do have a soft spot for the NFL. 
Um, there is some good parity in the NFL as well. We've seen a lot of these wild card teams make runs for it. Most recently, uh, we had the Titans actually make it to the AFC Championship, which was actually a pretty big feat for them. A little bit difficult to stomach as a Jaguar fan, but enjoyed seeing that happen anyways. So if I had to answer this, I would say NHL with the Stanley Cup playoffs because of the action, NFL playoffs because of the parity and the excitement around the sport. And then I'd say NBA and MLB are going to be 3A and 3B. Uh, the NBA is a little bit more action-packed, I think, as far as uh, speed. But I think the MLB, I'm a little bit bigger of a baseball fan than I am of a basketball fan. So uh, thanks for that question. Thank you. And our next question we have here is, ooh, this is a tough question. Uh, this is, this is going to be difficult. Um, Wawa or Firehouse Subs? So anyone that knows me uh, even kind of well knows that I love me some Firehouse Subs. I think there's very few alternatives to a nice warm sandwich from Firehouse um, fills you up. It's a nice hearty meal, but Wawa I think is just a totally different uh, spectrum just based on the fact that you go into it, not thinking it's going to be as delicious as it is. Uh, but I do think Wawa is a very good hoagie as well. Um, I also think Wawa helped get me through college, uh, you know, inexpensive and, and really kind of, was a, was a nice trusty friend on those late nights getting through college if I was up late studying, or maybe it was uh, up late getting home from one of the college bars in the area. So uh, it was great to grab a Wawa hoagie. If I had to pick between the two, which I hate to do, I would probably go with Firehouse Subs. Uh, nothing beats a turkey bacon ranch or an Italian, uh, but I wouldn't be crying my eyes out if I ended up in a Wawa parking lot uh, a little bit hungry. So uh, that's what I would say for that. And then while I have this card, um, the next question is, what's your favorite sports movie and why? Um, so this is a difficult question. For anyone that's just a fan of sports in general, this is difficult because there's so many sports movies of so many different genres. Uh, you have comedy, um, you have serious sports movies, family-friendly sports movies. Um, if it was top three, I think it'd be a little bit easier for me. Um, I mean, remember the Titans would have to be number one, I think, on any spectrum. Angels in the Outfield is up there as well as Miracle, um, the, the hockey movie. Um, I like Miracle because it does tie into the Olympics and uh, patriotism, obviously a big thing, um, you know, in that movie. So great to watch Miracle anytime you get the chance. But for number one overall, I'd have to go with Remember the Titans. Um, football is my favorite sport at the end of the day. And I feel like Remember the Titans just has a lot of memorable moments and a lot of quotable moments. Um, there's, there's so many things – um, in that movie that you can kind of tie back to your everyday life, um, or maybe it's weekly, um, but just some fun things that you can always joke with with friends and, and those that have seen that movie and quote that movie and go back and forth, and a lot of good actors as well. So um, really good movie there. Angels in the Outfield, just more so for the family-friendly aspect of it. But Remember the Titans with the lessons that can be learned. Um, I would go with Remember the Titans. So you think football is fun? Why are you smiling? Why are you smiling, Petey? Petey Jones, running back. The running back y'all. So all those quotable moments are just amazing. So uh, thank you for that question. Uh, I do want to take this time real quick to actually tell you about this new item that we have. It is the Pooji podcast koozie uh, in a nice black and teal to support the hometown Jaguars. Uh, the Pooji podcast on one side and the slightly twisted deck bar on the other side, which is obviously where I record all of these podcasts. So no better way to enjoy a Pooji podcast episode, uh, which we release on Mondays and Thursdays, uh, then with a nice Pooji podcast koozie and a nice cold beer. So 
enjoy it. Enjoy the koozie. Let me know if you're interested. Shoot me a message. Hit me up on Instagram or on uh, any of the social media platforms that we're on, and I'll uh, tell you more details on how to get one. So uh, be sure to grab one. So we do have our next question here. It is a question from a guest that's been on the show, which is actually very exciting, of course. Um, from seeing your personal Instagram, you obviously get to travel a lot for sporting events. What are your top three favorite cities that you've been to for a sporting event? This is definitely a tough question, I would say. Um, anyone that knows me um, knows that I enjoy uh, Pittsburgh a lot. I'm, I'm in love with the city of Pittsburgh. I've gotten to be there uh, twice. Um, so I've enjoyed um, those experiences on Mount Washington. So uh, not a lot of people know Pittsburgh has mountains. In fact, I didn't know Pittsburgh had mountains before I went there. So it is an enjoyable city for sure. They have a casino if you're looking to lose any money or place some bets on sports for you to lose the next day. Um, so definitely go check out Pittsburgh. Uh, shout out to my boy Cece. Uh, you know, met him up in Pittsburgh at the casino there, uh, now actually down in Fort Lauderdale. But um, if I had to go with numbers two and three, it's a little bit of a toss-up. Um, I'll go with Nashville as number two. I, I had a lot of fun there uh, at a Jaguars-Titans game a few months or a few years ago. I went there with some friends with my brother, and I really enjoyed it there. Cool Broadway, you know, scene, obviously, there. Um, on the strip and everything, going to those country bars and just enjoying uh, enjoying the time there in uh, Nashville. And then number three would have to be Dallas. I think Dallas was a very fun city, and uh, we had a good time there. We went to the Honky Tonk. We went over to Billy Bob's and uh, really enjoyed ourselves at Billy Bob's. Maybe a little bit too much, but uh, definitely had a good time and, and enjoyed uh, what we uh, what we knew as true country uh, Western times. So a cool amphitheater, bull riding, uh, you know, little intro uh, area there, uh, which was definitely unique and uh, had some fun at Billy Bob's in Dallas. So I would go Pittsburgh, then I would go Nashville, and then I would go Dallas. And I think we have our last question here. Um, so this is a, oh, this is a tough one, <laughs> but it's a fun one. Thoughts on the hot dog eating contest. So... You know, it's difficult because I don't know exactly what thoughts you're looking for, but I guess simply I think it's great. I think it's an, an awesome contest, and uh, I think a lot of people enjoy tuning into it. It's a, it's a classic, uh, I guess, event that just started as kind of a fair in a city and kind of became a massive uh, national event um, over the course of the past few decades. And obviously now competitive eating is a, I guess it's a sport. Um, it's definitely competitive. There's a science behind it. And I'd actually like to know the science behind the hot dog eating contest. I know there's a lot of videos about it and everything. And um, it'd be interesting to know kind of what the water does and how it tastes and if they even enjoy what they're doing or if they're simply just housing all these hot dogs for uh, the prize money and everything. So I can't imagine it'd be delicious to do that, but uh, they're definitely definitely athletes, I guess, right? You're, you're doing something that not a lot of people can do. So I think it's great. I think it's an American tradition on the 4th of July, uh, something for the American people to kind of sit back and rally behind, almost like the National Spelling Bee. Just a weird thing that's going to be on ESPN, but it's going to be enjoyable watch just to see the reactions from the fans and the contestants. So I do enjoy the hot dog eating contest. I think that maybe the contest does need to figure out a way to make it more competitive among all competitors. 
uh, but but it is enjoyable to watch. Joey Chestnut, after Kobayashi, has seemed to uh, take him the reins as the true hot dog eating champion in America. So uh, cool to see that. But I do want to appreciate everyone for for joining in on this. It's been a fun little episode to record for you all. And uh, there's plenty of questions left that I haven't answered that I look forward to answering uh, in the future uh, down the road. But uh, definitely thank you to everyone who submitted me questions. And again, be sure to follow us on all of our platforms. We are on YouTube if you want to watch these video elements. We also have Instagram if you want to check out some cool pictures and videos from these recordings, as well as our koozies. Please reach out and uh, purchase a koozie if you'd like one. I'll give you more details on that when you reach out. They are only $5, so definitely support the podcast and show your pride for the Jaguars with the black and teal koozie. And then be sure to follow us and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So uh, with that being said, I appreciate this, and and best of luck to everyone this week. It is uh, Monday, May 4th, so enjoy your week, and uh, cheers.